This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. No member elect having received the majority of the votes cast, a speaker has not been elected. For the sixth time, the House of Representatives came up short of electing its next speaker. Several more attempts took place today, and the House is currently adjourned until 8 p.m. tonight. California Republican Kevin McCarthy is collecting the majority of the Republican votes on each ballot, but he's getting further and further away from the 218 he needs to assume the position. It's the first time in 100 years multiple ballots have been needed to elect a speaker, which slows everything from the governing of the House floor to the official ratification of the House Ag Committee chair. Pennsylvania Republican Glenn G.T. Thompson is expected to take that position once the House is formally organized. Stay tuned to AgriPulse for the latest on the speaker vote and its impact on farm policy. Analysts are working to understand the 2023 farm economy and how it will shape the efforts of Capitol Hill to respond. With 2023 expected to be a farm bill year, the current conditions carry even more relevance. John Newton is the chief economist of the Senate Ag Committee's Republican staff. He says producers could see very different financial factors this year. There is a concern that, you know, when you spend so much money or borrow so much money uh, to put a crop in the ground or or care for livestock and those prices go down, uh, what that's going to do to the farm economy. And I think FarmDoc, those folks have put together some initial crop budgets for 2023 uh, that show, you know, your average return for corn and soybean uh, in, in Illinois dropping, you know, considerably, uh, sharply even. So I think that's the dynamic that we're going to, you know, find ourselves in, you know, next summer. Hopefully not. You know, maybe demand improves. Uh, you know, Mother Nature's our business partner, so you don't know what kind of crop we're ultimately going to grow next year. He says the ebb and flow of beef cattle production could start to show up in consumer purchasing decisions. Uh, certainly, you know, beef demand could go down where, you know, we're at a a low point or declining point in the cattle cycle. So beef prices, cattle prices are at seven-year highs. Uh, you know, demand you know for beef could go down because of the, because of the price and the price inflation that consumers are seeing. Other animal proteins. If demand goes down there, then obviously that's going to impact your feedstuff, your corn, your soybeans. He says Federal Reserve action to raise interest rates could slow the effects of inflation, but time will tell if that is ultimately what takes place. Finally today, legislation to allow the year-round sale of E15 failed to move before the last Congress adjourned, but proponents expect quick action on a bill in the new session. Jeff Cooper is the president and CEO of the Renewable Fuels Association. He says it's at the top of a list of priorities for the industry. Protecting the renewable fuel standard and, and making sure that this recent proposal from EPA is properly implemented and implemented in a timely way. And then our other priority, of course, is going to be securing year-round access for for E15. And and we certainly saw legislation introduced that would have done that for us uh, toward the end of of 2022. We fully expect to see legislation introduced early in in the new Congress. But he says the biofuels industry is not expecting a lot of legislative activity. Related to renewable fuels or, or energy, uh, when you've got a split Congress, you know, we just don't expect much to be happening. There will be oversight hearings and, and some, some noise in the House around the RFS and things like that, but we really don't expect to see much 
in the way of, of real activity. The industry will also be closely watching the development of biofuel blending targets under the Renewable Fuel Standard. EPA proposed a multi-year set of standards in December and is required by a consent decree to finalize those targets in June. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, which welcomes the members and staff of the 118th Congress. Farm Bureau looks forward to working with you on farmers and ranchers' top legislative issues. To learn more about agriculture's policy priorities, check out our congressional briefing booklet at fb.org slash briefing book. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.